Hello and welcome to the Jet Movement Podcast. This is episode 11 of season 3. My name is Jeremy Hirschkorn. I am the owner and lead instructor at Jet Movement Academy here in Bellingham, Washington. And today we're going to be talking about gratification. Uh, One of the things that was a fear of mine um, with having kids, I have two boys, one is five and one is just a couple months old. One of my biggest fears um, coming into that was uh, this, the digital distractions of the world um, and how easily we can be distracted, sucked into um, this whole other dimension. And before I get into that too far, I want to preface this by saying it's amazing what is available to us now. Um, the depth of creativity, um, visual arts, um, you know, the, the amazing things that are, are available to us, the amount of entertainment and, and access to knowledge. And there's so many positives to this. Um, but the thing I want to speak to today um, is the negative of having so much of this available to us. Um, so many processes have, have been made easier Right, so many things um, have been sped up um, and, and made made available to us that we don't have to try real hard um, to figure things out. We don't have to. Um, we can be distracted from things we don't like in our lives. You know, we can escape. Um, we can choose to fill the void of time with with plenty of things. Um, in I'm just talking about, you know. Things things of this generation compared to just you know my childhood. So I'm I'm 35 years old, so I'm not that old. Um, but things have changed so much um, in those in these in these last you know 20 30 years, and the the thing that bothers me is not not the access so much, um, not the fact that. Um, there are these things available. The thing that's getting me um, is the efficiency of how quickly. Okay, we've become so familiar with this instantaneous satisfaction of of all these things that used to be hard to get, right? So things we used to have to work for or actually perform an activity or task to to get um, are being given to us uh, pretty quickly. Uh, So what I want to do is, real quick, I want to kind of go through a list of things that are available now that I didn't have available when I was a kid. Just We'll even do just just through high school, okay? Um, I graduated high school before YouTube, okay? So if we wanted to watch funny videos, we had to watch America's Funniest Home Videos. We had to watch, you know, comedies. We had to watch sitcoms, um, things like that, or try to get a, a VHS tape of a, of a stand-up or something like that. Or if we wanted to learn something, if you wanted an instructional video, um, it would have to be a VHS or you know a homemade tape of, of something. Or we had to go to the source and ask somebody to teach it to us. We had to find a teacher. Um, I was in high school before streaming. So if you wanted to watch something um, you know, at a convenient time for you, you would have had to record the show when it was on and then watch the recorded version. So you, so you had to actually put in a tape 
and press record at the start of the show. So if it was coming on when you weren't available, you couldn't watch it, you know, or you'd had to go to a store to rent movies. Okay. Um, I was in high school before there were, you know, real in-depth search engines. I believe that there was some search engines when I was in high school, but I can't really remember. We weren't allowed to use them for anything in school, especially. So we had to go to the library and um, file through, you know, um, encyclopedias and, and read. And we had to track things down through news articles. And um, it, it, it wasn't that it was this astronomical task. It was just not available at our fingertips immediately. You know, if we had to go somewhere, we had to ask for directions or use a roadmap. We couldn't just use a Google map, right? Um, video games is one of the crazy ones for me. We obviously had video games growing up. We had, I believe I got a PS1 in middle school um, and a PS2 maybe in high school or shortly thereafter. Okay, but the graphics were so gnarly that you it would only hold your attention for so long before you were over it, at least for me anyways. So now these things are, you know, you're connected to the internet, you're playing with people all over the world, you're playing with your best friends even if they're not available to, to come over. Like it, the access is crazy. The quickness of the process, the efficiency of it is amazing. And on one hand, I'm grateful for that. I've learned so much, so much that I know now. In the last 10 years, I've learned from watching videos online and reading articles online and, and pursuing that, right? So, you know, there are so many positives to be had with it. But herein lies the problem. The, the ability to get a hold of these things so quickly and having so many things available to us and so many processes made easier that the processes that aren't that easy become exponentially more difficult. And this is clearly evident in the level of, for me in my line of work, seeing the level of competition um, for high school sports yeah, that's a big one. And then also um, in trying to get people to exercise and, and make healthy lifestyle changes in that regard. Those are two areas where I've seen this really take root, um, where people are struggling even to just get started and then they don't want to keep it going because of the process that it takes, the, the hours that it takes, the time that it takes to, to get to the next level. Um, in, in high school sports, there are still those players that want it really bad and they're willing to put in the time and effort to do it. But when you look at the depth of rosters on some of these teams, it's just not there. There In, in my hometown here in Bellingham, we've had um, multiple sports from various schools have to put a hold on even having a sports program like a football team or a baseball team or a fast pitch team because they couldn't get enough players to field teams. So it's not necessarily that there aren't kids that are still, you know, amazing athletes and playing these sports at a high level. It's just the depth of the amount of those kids is, is drastically dwindled. And I attribute that to the fact that they have so many other options of things that will distract them away that have easier processes in place to attain a high level, right? Um, the instant gratification is crazy. So, you know, some of that is not just the information itself, but the interaction of it. 
you know, the ability to get likes on your posts or comments on your posts or views and all of these ways to track. You can literally get these, you know, numbers of your popularity and you can use that to rank your worth, you know, and that happens in sports. You know, we compare, we compare numbers, right? But, um, the like button's a lot easier to hit than a baseball, right? So like, it's crazy to me that these, that we are getting these amazing like highs and lows emotionally and in, in our brains from the, you know, just the sheer number of like somebody pushing a button on the other end when they see our stuff. So instant gratification is kind of the problem. It's, it's just how, how fast you can run into a wall with something and just go to your phone and start looking at stuff that makes you happy. That's, that's one of the things that, that kills me and I do it to myself. And this is as much an episode for me as it is anyone else to try to wrap my brain around what to do about it. You know, I have to, uh, become aware of the problem, you know, um, get into an argument with somebody and, and, and go immediately to your phone and forget about it and dive into, you know, videos or content that, that makes you smile or whatever and completely avoid the solution of the problem so that it doesn't happen again, right? We get on these hamster wheels, um, with our problems because it's so easy to detach yourself away. You know, it, it used to have to be, you know, drugs or alcohol or just physical avoidance, you know, um, and now you can escape through this little tiny screen and remove yourself from challenging situations uh, and dive into a whole different world, you know. And I, I see the positives with that, but the negatives are physical and long-term mental health. You know, you're not addressing the mechanisms of your pain or your, uh, you know, your negative emotional states. You're not addressing the mechanisms of them. You're simply able to remove yourself from the situations. Another part of it um, is, you know, learning patience. Uh, when I watch, you know, I'll watch Jet, my son, watch some YouTube videos, you know, and he'll wait like, eight seconds into a video and if it hasn't grasped him, he can just swipe to the next one, swipe to the next one. And you can do that like literally a thousand times in a row until you find the one that fits you and then boom, there it is. And the more you do that, the more it learns the stuff you like and gives you the one that you're going to want to watch and it can just suck you in and take you away from things that you really actually enjoy. You know, he loves to go to the park. He loves to play some, play some games with me in the, in the yard and explore and and be outside. He likes to build Legos. He likes to look at books. He likes all of this stuff. But if that iPad is out, man, he gets sucked into it. And there it is straight to the videos. And you're just starting to, you know, file through them. And you can spend hours, I bet, if I let him. Of just continuously avoiding it. Right? And when you don't like the video and you swipe it away... There's no level of like, you're not hurting anyone. There's no negative to it. You're not, you're not putting anybody down uh, by doing that. You're not hurting their feelings, you know? And so when you get into a conversation with someone, 
and you don't like what they're saying, how do you deal with that? How do you persist through that moment of what they're saying um, to see what the outcome is? You know, how do you treat that person with kindness, right? So we start to lose um, the ability to, to stick with things. We have less patience, less forgiveness. You know, um, we give people less grace when they make mistakes because we expect it to be instantly different. You know, we, we, get, we end up with more entitlement thinking, well, I don't like this. And so someone should just give me the thing that I like, you know, um, more, we get more demanding and have less gratitude. You know, I want this, I want that. Give me this, give me that, you know, and, and we get very pushy and it's all because there's so much of this content available that makes us feel good while we're looking at it. And it's so instantly attainable. Um, and then we pl- unplug ourselves for a moment and have to deal with, with real human connection and, and real human interaction, and we aren't equipped with those skills. So for me, I grew up without a lot of that stuff. I got a Super Nintendo in like 1996, 96, I think. That, that sounds about right. And, you know, Super Mario was great. But, like, I could play, like, a half an hour of, you know, levels and then I got bored of it. It wasn't that mind-blowing and great, especially after, like, three or four months of having it to where it could lock me in for hours and hours. So, at that point, it was, I was outside. You know, I was ready to go do something physical. I was bouncing off the walls if I was in the house. I wanted to play games that involved ball sports I wanted to climb trees and run and ride my bike and explore, you know? And as I got older and those those graphics got better and the storylines got better and the access to those things got better, I started to get sucked into it. And I and I in college I played, you know, hours of certain games with my friends. And then the internet could connect and you're playing people all over the world and it's crazy. You know, it's amazing. And it, it's 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 amazing in a good sense and a bad sense. Um, but you were faced with real human connections when you didn't have that thing available. And there was no, there was no likes. It was, you know, I could play a video game on a Friday night by myself, get bored. And, and then I'd have to wait until Monday to see my friends at school and be like, Hey, have you played crash bandicoot? You know? Oh yeah, that game's awesome. Or, you know, that game sucks, you know, whatever. But it but it was like a, a gateway into a human connection. You know, we talked about it. We discussed it. We shared how we felt. You know, if you found out that your buddy hated a game that you really liked, you were like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, and like you felt these emotions and you, and you dealt with it, you know, and you had to have these uh, emotional intelligence and, and emotional skills to navigate all that. And I think we're losing some of that. And that's showing up in, in less gratitude and, you know, less acceptance. You know, it's just so easy to find things that align with what you already believe and want. So you can find information that just builds up your story. There's, it's not challenging you in any way. You know, it's not, it's, it's not pushing you to develop, you know, and it can. That's available. 
but why, you know, it's like a, it's like a river winding down a mountain. It's going to take the path of least resistance to get to the ocean. And that's us, you know, is we're just meandering through finding the path of least resistance instead of challenging ourselves to be better. And I don't know if that's just kind of a, you know, idealistic, you know, concept that I've been brainwashed through sports into believing that you should always be trying to improve yourself. But that's at the root of my core. That's at the base of my morals um, is this idea of trying to become a better person every day and and push myself uh, to see what I'm capable of. And I know for a fact that I am not where I should be and it's largely due to the amount of distractions that we're having to battle. The ability, the how, how easy it is for us to get sucked into all the things available to us and wind up on the couch for hours and hours and hours. It's, it's TV shows and binge watching things and checking my phone in between. You know, I'm like, I'm watching a show on TV that I really like. It's got me entertained and I still will pull my phone up and look through you know, a social media site. It blows my mind, you know? And the biggest thing, and, the, and, the, and I'm gonna wrap this up here, but the, the biggest part of it that is, is showing up for me and making me more aware of it is this ability for people to take control of their physical health, which in turn affects your mental health. You know, this idea that you don't have enough time, um, you know, that you're, you don't have the energy, you don't have, you know, these things that, it's your health, you know, and I'm like, why aren't people motivated to want to change their health and improve themselves and feel better, you know, and it's because it's so easy to get sucked into these other things and they start to siphon off, you know, 20 minutes here, 15 minutes there, half an hour, you know, then it's nighttime and I'm watching three, four hours of stuff and it's just siphoning away our time to be able to do the things that we are fully aware we should be doing that can make us better that can help us feel better, make our lives more joyful, you know? Um, Because a lot of that content that you're scrolling through that gives you that jolt of adrenaline or that, you know, dopamine hit, it's super duper short-lived. And I think that's the problem is that it's just there and then it's gone. So moral of the story is awareness. Be aware of the things that are distracting you away from what you truly want and understand that 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 gratification is coming it's just delayed gratification rather than instant gratification you keep working on yourself and you keep believing in that something good is going to happen that's going to really be substantial and it's really going to change your life and that and that's something that i believe strongly and that i'm going to keep pursuing for myself so as i often say uh, a lot of the content that i put out um is mostly reminders for myself uh, to keep me, you know, on track with what I want. And I'm just hoping that there might be somebody else in my position that stumbles upon it and it actually pushes them in a good direction and helps them out as well. So in conclusion, thank you if you are a regular listener, if this is your first, it doesn't matter to me. I'm just excited that you're here and listening and I appreciate you. So give me that like, you know, Share this thing, you know, pass this around. Hopefully this will be an insightful, positive experience, you know, for people and not just simply an entertaining distraction away 
uh, from life, uh, but rather push to go live life um, and get the most out of it. All right. Until next time, I wish you much movement, much happiness. Um, go get it. Hum, babe.